So I'll have you guys know on uh, Saturday, uh, Derek went with me and uh, my parents and his lady and, and Nikki to um, Tom's club hockey game in Nashville. And we all got just way too drunk and Derek and I were up until 4.30 in the morning and then I had to get up with Tom at 10 the next day for his ride and the second he left I waved bye to him I shut the door and I just ran to the toilet and just started throwing up <laughs> I'm going to tell you what uh, Max I, I'm not sure I've seen we all saw Max look not so great at his bachelor party mm-hmm. we've all seen him in, in, a, in a rough way a time or two in his life but this rivals them all, boys. Uh, I walked into his room, and the the negligent amounts of light that were the natural light that were creeping in must have been too much because Max had a wet rag over both of his eyes and never took it off to say bye. Quaid, start the reactor. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome into another episode of The Dicks in the Back Row, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy, out in the bitter cold of Nashville, and in Boston, we have Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy? I'm so good. This movie had uh, a woman with three boobs in it, so, you know, <laughs> doing doing the best I could be, you know? And we also have Mike Preble out in Boston. How, uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Max. It's... Um it's a lovely temperature here, and I'm wrapping myself in as many fine editions of the Boston Globe as I can find. <laughs> and also with us is Derek Brady. Where are you this week, Derek? I'm I'm at home. I'm at home Ooh. this week. Sitting at oh. home in a pair of Super Mario pajama pants, ready to record this podcast. Are you next to, like, a hairdryer? <laughs> no, no, that's not me. I'm, uh... Mm-hmm. That, that's that's someone else. Somebody. I can hear what you're talking about, though. Yeah, that's gonna sound great on the podcast. Fucking I can't wait. Preble. Mm. Preble's by like a fucking standpipe or something. Oh, I mean, I wish I was. That would make my my life a lot more, a lot easier. But alas, I am alone with just me, my box, and my newspapers, <laughs> and, and your black feet. But yes, my, frostbitten. my frostbitten feet. Frostbitten <laughs> feet. It's going to be like that. What's that? Uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> All right, well, this week we're going back to the future with Arnold once again in the 1990 sci-fi action thriller Total Recall, directed by Paul Van Hoven. Uh, Verhoven. Yeah, Paul Verhoven. That and, guy. Yeah, uh, the guy from Robocop. And uh, starring the man of the month, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gonna probably fuck this name up too. Uh, Rachel Ticotin, Sharon Stone, that's an easy one. Ronnie Cox, <laughs> and Michael Ironside, which is a phenomenal last name. So uh, before we dive in, have uh, any guys not seen this movie before? I had not seen it in, like in its entirety. I've seen like clips, so I always knew like the little bits of it, but I've never like seen it from A to B. Same here. I, I've seen it many times. This <laughs> this was this was a whole new experience for me and. Awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. I was glad to share it with you. This is definitely the best uh, Arnold movie that we've seen thus far. Yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. Well, I commend probably it was the most good. interesting, like the actual one that I was like most intrigued about. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just being excited that Arnold was going to like kill a bunch of random people, <laughs> just yeah. a bunch of twisted people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell you what's also good is uh, the music. It's much better than the Running Man. <laughs> whoa, 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 Max! Please. <laughs> 
don't don't you might not be able to take that back so i just want to make sure that <laughs> all right well let's get into it so movie opens up on mars with arnold and some woman walking on the mars desert but then arnold falls and smashes his mask and his arnold face uh turns into a panic pete squeeze toy with his eyes just bulging out of his head and his tongue expanding like he's gene simmons yeah <laughs> I was right I, I knew I knew it was gonna be great when like fifteen seconds in we get a phenomenal fucking Arnie scream. <laughs> oh, <No! dude. laughs> yeah, this movie was rife with Arnie Arnie screams. The best Arnold scream we've heard so far, and it's literally like, you know, like Paco said, five seconds into the movie. <laughs> but to, but to be honest, it was like I needed that because the credits, the opening credits of this thing were fucking so long. I felt like they took like fifteen yes. minutes. Yeah, well, and they're true. like, yeah, they like give you a fucking seizure. Uh, yeah. Bright, yeah, I, that was crazy. Yeah, it literally was like a minute and a half. I li- I just kept doing like the ten second forward thing, and I'm like, yep. how is this not over? <laughs> right? How many people are on this movie? I just wonder, just Arnold, like he must have just been in a booth for like an entire day. It's like, all right, now your eyes are busting out. <laughs> okay, now now you're falling. <laughs> all right, we need it a little bit higher. Okay, let's do the first one. I would, I would probably say the opposite, Max. I feel like he would just walk into a booth and they go, "Okay, Arnold, you're following." And he'd be like, "All right, we got, we got it, we got it for the whole movie." <laughs> anyway, so yeah, his, like, you know, his his face like explodes, but phew, it was only a dream. And Arnold wakes up next to his smoke show wife Sharon Stone on Earth, but uh, Sharon Stone is not happy about this girl who keeps uh, showing up in his dream. She was a fox in this movie. She was. She looked good, say, but I, I've never been a fan of her. But I thought she looked great in this. Yeah, she, I mean, she she was attractive, but you know, had the uh, the old two by four body. So I guess like she, um, what I've read was that she like learned taekwondo, was like lifting weights, like she did a bunch of her own stunts in the for all the fight scenes, and then because of all that, she posed in Playboy to coincide with the movie, just because she knew she was already in such great shape, she just didn't want to waste it. <laughs> good for her. I will say. Like all the fight scenes, I actually thought were like very good. I was mm. like not, I was not prepared for like, like very nicely edited together. Yeah. I was like, oh, these actually like are good as opposed to like the usual ones where it's like you got a fat guy in a chainmail suit just throwing <laughs> slow punches. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ! Or game show hosts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Gee, what the fuck? <laughs> this movie, it really did have everything you wanted in an action movie. Like, it was a well-done action movie, like Preble was saying. Like, the fight mm-hmm. scenes were really well produced and really well choreographed. And, I mean, this is what you need out of a nice action movie. There were, there were Yabinos in this movie, <laughs> like, three minutes into it. I mean, that's exactly what you're looking for out of a fucking an action movie like this. You want, you want a nice pair of Yabinos to grasp your attention right off the bat and then a real quality set of like a real quality set of like fight scenes oh yeah and some great stone face acting by Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) god that whole that whole scene where he's they they had the serious discussion about this woman and he's sitting there trying to feign interest in Sharon Stone (laughs) oh is he muttering his lines just trying to remember what they got yeah like that's why I put stone-faced Arnold tries to show emotions about wanting to do more with his life or something. Ugh. It's just he he was the worst. This I this might be like the best Arnold movie that we've watched, but he yeah. this is the worst Arnold acting we've seen. Oh, yeah. I think. 
I think disagree. I think really? this is probably one of his better ones. Yeah, because he actually shows he has no range, but he actually like does some in this one. Like all the makes a lot of weird faces. Like he, he's really trying to sell that he's in pain, while usually he doesn't feel anything. His in pain scenes are actually really good. I'll agree with you on that. But yeah. his like actual straight acting that he does, it's camera, it's bad. It's bad. It's really yeah. bad. Like, I mean, it's like, always bad, right? But I mean, like, at least they they just kind of got it out of the way. Or yeah, when they're in there and he's like. Uh, I want to be somebody like I'm new in town. It's just like they're just trying to like get as much of that out of the way so that you like yep. so Arnold doesn't have to tell you it. You know what I mean? Like like in a, yeah, in just like a terrible terrible way. I was like, ah, thank. Well, at least thank you for that. Here's all the uh, other scripts that are written before this one came out. We need to just just breeze through it real quickly. <laughs> have Sharon Stone say as much as she possibly can about it, and yeah. have Arnold disagree. Exactly. So, yeah. like, I feel like I, I feel like if you were to take like specific scenes out of this movie. Or it's just like Arnold acting, and you ask someone that's never seen this, like, you know, is he mad? Is he happy? Is he upset? Is he distraught? Like, is he sad? No one would fucking know. He's a no robot, one, right? No one would have any fucking clue. <laughs> Are you not saying he's not horny for like horny for malice and death? Because I'm pretty sure that's the only only emotion I've ever understood from Arnold Schwarzenegger in any of these movies. <laughs> I got a death boner. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> it is it's weird though for there's just not a lot of actors out there that just don't i've said it before they don't display a whole lot of range but their movies are good yeah it's i don't know that's that that's a skill in itself to be able to just get land all these movies that are like great and you just breeze past the fact that you have like a robot talking well i just think that there's like a, a, a certain genre movie. of movie where you just don't you don't need the range it's it's just no. all about it's all about like the action. Yeah, and also what benefits too is that he's just so fucking big that you just don't even notice really what he's saying. It's like, my god, that guy is huge. <laughs> right. It's, just a it's a more that like person. you you notice the fact that he's not good, but you don't care because it's like you're not yeah. watching it for a Daniel yes, Day Lewis no. performance. It's very right. true. Although that would be a great challenge for Daniel Day Lewis to play Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie, <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> His greatest performance. Oh my god! Maybe LinkedIn. the biopic of Arnold Schwarzenegger one... starring Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, it's just really like the it's like a not like a made for TV movie, but it's like a movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger's like adulterous downfall. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would gladly pay pay money to see this to see this production. Yeah. All right. Well, so Arnold, his name is Doug Quaid in this. So he's having breakfast. Uh, sees Mars Governor Vilos Copenhagen, played by Ronnie Cox on the news, talking about a resistance group led by some mutants. Uh, Sharon Stone is just trying to distract Arnold by being all sexy and shrugs it off when uh, Arnold, as we just mentioned, goes into his desire uh, to go to Mars and be something more than a lowly construction worker. Um, I say too, a lot of the um, this is like one of the first CGI movies, and a lot of it still holds up thirty years later. Like that forest hologram, yes. Yeah, the the animatronics doesn't. No, but I kind of like it better that way. I'd prefer I prefer that over just the the fucking Marvel shit that they do now. Yeah, well, let's. I mean, I, I will say to Max's point, like I thought, like all of Arnold's like face exploding, all that shit throughout this movie, I thought looked like still pretty good, and even like the x-ray thing they show where like it's just walking i'm like it's not good but i'm like when i think like 1990 i'm like you know what i i'm fine with this yeah that's the thing it still holds up it's like jaws Mm. still holds up 
Yes. Because it wasn't yeah. CGI. Same Can we talk about the fact that, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's finally in a believable job? He's a, he's <laughs> a construction worker as uh That was his idea. A, a incredibly jacked foreigner. It's like, yeah, there we go. That's a job I can get on board with for him. Yeah. So originally the character was supposed to be again a skinny guy that was like more of like a um like a white collar office type of person who's just, you know, mundane life is bored. And um, then they cast Arnold, or Arnold bought the rights pretty much. And uh, then he's like, well, I think I need to be a construction worker. It makes more sense. <laughs> so it's like, all right, good for you, Arnold. Yeah, because you're not a fucking lawyer. Yeah, recognize yourself. You're not my number one customer because I'm selling mattresses. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. No, it's not no, what you do. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm a jacked no CIA mattress salesman. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way this is your job. No way. Right. <laughs> But that being said, I agree that it's a believable job for Arnold to be doing. It's just being like some fucking ham-fisted rock breaker. But um, do you think this job would exist in this universe? Like, they would have automated that by now, right? Yeah. They've already automated their cabs. Like, how are they not just rock-breaking robots? That's like step one, right? right? To our path to death by via robot. Right. Yep. Or yeah, yeah, animatronic arms, and but no, we still got a guy with a jackhammer. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's why I you thought still, it was so bizarre. Not just like you just need like an entire like society who literally apparently are just jackhammering boulders for no apparent reason. <laughs> so when you think about it, we've uh, already colonized Mars for generations, and we still have guys using jackhammers on Earth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know what I think this is? This is just my utopia, where everyone. <laughs> No matter what, has a good goddamn <laughs> job and they're working hard. But they're going to get out there and work hard. They're going to have a, a, a quality blue collar job. Get out there and be a, a real man. Actually, it's it's 2080. So Arnold's actually really a hipster, and he's just kind of like doing this as satire. And it's it's sarcastic <laughs> to be that big and do that's a funny. job that dumb. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now, Max. You put it this way. Yep. All right, so Arnold, he's on the subway, to, and he sees a commercial for Recall, the company that installs fake memories of amazing vacations. And he asks uh, one of his uh, work friends, Harry, about it. He tells him not to do it because it almost lobotomized a buddy of his. After saying that, Harry just kind of keeps on watching him for a bit, a bit too long. Hmm. Hmm. Well... After this, Arnold goes to the recall office and buys the Ego Trip package that includes Arnold being a secret agent on Mars in his most dangerous mission where people are trying to kill him left and right. And at the end of the trip, he saves the entire planet and gets the girl. Can, can we talk about in this scene, he was wearing the exact same outfit that he wore in Jingle All the Way? Times never change. Yeah, I think that's just a, that's a classic look. That's it's like members know. only jacket, button up shirt. Mm. And khakis. Cargo. There's only so many khakis. pieces of clothing that fit for him. <laughs> only Arnold Schwarzenegger can make cargo khakis look good. <laughs> so uh, then you cue to Arnold smiling, getting placed into the recall machine, and he gets to choose a woman, which is going to be a brunette with an athletic body and a sleazy and strong personality, who also strangely looks like the woman in his recurring dream. Oh, shit! Oh, no. So then you cut to the salesman. Uh, getting a FaceTime call from the science team saying that they have another schizoembolism. 
And uh, which means that Arnold is, I'm not going to be able to say that again as we continue to do this episode, um, <laughs> which means Arnold's uh, going totally apeshit screaming about how they blew his cover and his name's not Quaid and there, there's going to be people there in a few minutes to kill him. I just, uh, there's a couple things from this scene. First off, why is in every futuristic movie, why is the mode of currency credits? Yeah. Literally every fucking futuristic movie. It's like 800 credits. But um, I, I thought it was pretty Bitcoin. funny. Yeah. Well, how easy of a sell Arnold was. He's like, oh, I don't want to hear about any of your options. Oh, fuck. I can be a secret agent? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that yeah, changes it's only, things. It's only 50% more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. So I'm not credits just sound twice. so futuristic. Credits are always just like the most futuristic sounding thing you could ever imagine, yeah. I think. Ooh, credits. Ooh. 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 It plays into the narrative that it's like one unified world. that doesn't have any like yeah. currency. It just has like credits. Yeah. That are true. all like in some bank account. True that. That's true. Well, right before he gets strapped in, the guy tells him things things hardly fuck up around here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's reassuring. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh. very reassuring. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, we, we almost never fuck up and get you lobotomized. What's that? <laughs> that I, I have to say, I'm sorry. This salesman needs to be fired because he like basically <laughs> said, "Yeah, we did lobotomize some, but not anymore. We're not going to." And then when that was Arnold starts, yeah, well, then when Arnold <laughs> starts freaking out too, he leaves it on like speakerphone while he's trying to like nab this sale. It's like. Oh my God, everything's going on fire. And he's like, I'm like, pick up the phone, pick up the receiver, you idiot. So she doesn't hear this. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that's not good. That's not good business, you know, business practice. That's not best practices. It's, it's not. No, usually when you're trying to sell a product and someone's freaking out about the product, trying to kill them, um, usually you just don't continue the, the pitch meeting. That's yes, kind of when you just track up and say, we'll talk later. <laughs> Ugh, All right. Yeah, but the recall key, uh, team, they're able to sedate Arnold, and uh, the lab lady says that he's been going on and on about Mars, and he's really been there. But the sales guy says, he's just playing out the fantasy, you stupid bitch. Yeah, use your head, you <laughs> dumb bitch. <laughs> which, was, which was offensive to me, which was offensive to me, because everyone knows the correct terminology is, you dumb broad. <laughs> <laughs> and you know... It's just, <laughs> these people need to get with the times. Me too, am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Be politically correct. <laughs> well, what's the thing that I loved? I had to say. <laughs> What's the what's the thing that the woman says to that the nerd her assistant nerd he's like we're talking about the agency she just goes shut up and just slaps him right across the face like within like a minute they have like so many like high tension high pressure moments it's just like that guy's calling him a bitch and then this this woman is like cracking this guy across the face I know I was like oh my god and jeez and the, the cover up is so slapdash it's hilarious I know. But and then, but the big problem here, though, is that they haven't put the memory implant in yet, and someone must have already erased his memory. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, so they they erase his memory again, uh, and then Arnold wakes up, not remembering anything of what happened, and he's in a Johnny cab, uh, which hopefully Uber Uber will never install. More to come <laughs> on that, and the just the murderous self-driving Jesus cab Christ. later. But uh, they run into uh, his work buddy, Harry, who says that he'll take him out for a beer so they can talk about the recall trip that he took. But instead, he takes out a gun. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, no. bam. Mm-hmm. 
He tells Arnold that he made a big mistake and his job was to keep an eye on him. And he must have blabbed about Mars, so now his crew has to kill him. But then Arnold violently kills all five guys. And then he does like the Jason Bourne thing of looking at his hands just like, <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk! <laughs> I thought this was a very slapstick fight. It's yeah. fucking brutal. It was super violent, though. Well, yes. yeah, no, it was, it was violent, but like the the sound effects. Oh were yeah, fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> boom. Ugh. Yeah, I yep. thought that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, no, I agree. plus I love seeing like I love seeing mutual human destruction. So, <laughs> and this is what I, this this director is known for this stuff though, just being like ultra violent. I know it was it was kind of like I was not prepared for this amount of violence like so I don't know why I like I knew this movie a bit and so I was like kind of prepared but then like it's literally just like there are just I like when there are bullet shots that literally just like explode like one portion of the body it's like oh I got shot in the shoulder and your shoulder explodes like that's this guy's understanding graphic and very graphic very graphic of blood well yeah I liked it I liked it I liked it a lot I'm sure we'll cover it at some point but same uh, director Robocop there's a scene in that in which Robocop shoots a rapist in the dick and it like they show his dick like half off his body just hanging (laughs) (laughs) that's that's this is what this director does perfect Perfect. you need to shoot a penis in half (laughs) this begins this begins the the actual movie for all the fans out there of basically Mm -hmm. where Arnold Schwarzenegger just starts running and then he stops gets in a fight then he's just <laughs> running again. Doesn't know what's happening. And he stops, gets in a fight. It's a, the movie is essentially just a series of him running, fight. People running, trying to clarify what's why he's running and him not understanding why, and right. then another fight. Yeah, right. Exactly. I will say, I will say, you know, to your point, Tim, that that, that is a great point. But mm-hmm. I did really like the story in this movie. Oh yeah, oh, I liked nice. all the layers. I thought it was again. I think it was one of, if not the best, one of the best art actual best movies that we've done uh, as far as Arnold's mm-hmm. concerned. It's um, it's because I, I it was a totally book agree by... Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's because it was a book from uh, Philip K. Dick, who um, he also did Blade Runner, and he did a bunch of other sci-fi things, but... Oh, Phil um, Dick! And I'll, I'll talk about it more in the trivia, but like Schwarzenegger really fought to get this movie to land it, because he knew it was, it was just better than really anything else he'd done before. Um, but after this, though, so Sharon Stone... She's doing some weed tennis in the apartment, and uh, Arnold runs in, tells her what happened. So after he washes up, someone in the dark starts firing at him. But Arnold's able to grab the person and turn on the light to find out that it's his wife, Sharon Stone. What? And then she does some jazzercise to karate to his dick and balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dicing that penis. I do love those eighties outfits that uh, she was wearing with like the mm-hmm. the tube top and like those the leg skin. warmers. Oh boy! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shoulderless got... things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get into a solid fight here too. I mean, she's she's holding up around. She's you know stabs him several times, slashing him, and then uh, Arnold's eventually able to disarm her, interrogate her, and then she says that she's not his wife, and the agency implanted all of his memories six weeks ago. And her job is just to play wife and just make sure that the implant worked. Yeah, she gave up that information suspiciously quickly as well. She mm-hmm. did. That is true. This is one that starts coming into the, is this part of the Total Recall or is this... Oh my God. And then, then Arnie. Great self-control, am I right, Tim? 
She's uh, basically throwing Dude, herself at him. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I could have got. I could have. I could have got in and out of there and still had time to to escape. You know. Old old ten se- old ten second Timmy here. You know what I mean? I would have been pop in and out, escaped, no problem. He's an idiot. He's just not good at multitasking. <laughs> That's also true. And also, I just have to say, they have a wonderful. He has a wonderful line where he just says, "Clever girl." Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's a perfect yes. tie-in back to Jurassic Park. Oh God, perfect. Yep. Back to our roots. Yeah, man. That's how you know but, we're in the same universe. It's good. <laughs> My note was instead of getting getting uh, eaten alive by a raptor, he cold clocks her like cream hunt and runs out. Dude, he he. <laughs> oh, I, I just wrote Artie with <laughs> Artie with a strong right hook. Yep, just yeah, like really, fuck. Would you like they knock over like a bunch of like popcorn? Or, I don't even remember now. There's a bunch of stuff that just hit the ground. It was just like, oh my god, this is yeah. so fucking terrible. That's the thing. The, the popcorn bag it wasn't even uh, wasn't even popped yet. He hit her so hard that all the popcorns just exploded. <laughs> Just the tremendous amount of energy put forward. <laughs> the friction. Oh, my God. I, I had no clue what was on the table. I was just like, oh, my God. Just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, so then the, uh, the bad guy, Richter, played by Michael Ironside, comes up and uh, asks what happened. And before he leaves, he just grossly makes out with Sharon Stone and says they're going to kill him uh, because Richter and Sharon Stone's character are married in this. There's there's one shot of that makeout session where I'm pretty sure you see his entire tongue, all the way to the back of his throat. It is fucking gross. It's really gross. But uh, but uh, Michael that. Ironside does have some, say, not quite Arnie quality, but some really fucking good faces in this movie too. Oh yeah. <laughs> the choices that he's making when he's killing people, it's like, that's definitely a choice. You're not just uh, going along with the flow. It's like, that's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, you have a mad dash around the subway with the bad guys chasing after Arnold with the GPS tracker. And this poor bastard, probably just on his way home from a job that he hates, just gets shot like 300 times. And then is just used as a human shield Ugh, while Arnold God. shoots five of the bad guys. And then uh, just, just to add insult to injury, they stomp all over his dead body since he was left at the exit of the escalator. <laughs> honestly, mean, dude, honestly, I would love that to happen to me one day. <laughs> <laughs> just coming home from work, just like, fuck this. Like, this is literally my life. I just go to work and I have to come home and like, ugh. This is what the monotony of it all. Like, one day, I would just love, like, when I'm at the lowest of the low, I just love for, like, some Arnold Schwarzenegger-esque gunfight to break out and I just get used <laughs> as a human shield. And I'm just, I'm just screaming the entire time, like, take me now! Oh, my it's, God. I'm making something of my life! <laughs> yeah. I just, I wrote down Corpse Shield. That's what I thought. I was like, Corpse Shield. Like, this is unbelievable. He, like, you, he turns around, too, when the guys are coming up the escalator. I was like, oh, my God. I know. It's just blah, 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 blah. And one of the guys, when the runs away, literally just steps on a guy's, like, chest, like a dead person's chest as he's running to get Arnold, too. I was like, oh, my God. These people are fucking depraved. Tim just grabs the cuff of Arnie's pants. Avenge me. Avenge <laughs> me. I just thought the guy's just like, damn it, Stan, tomorrow morning you're going to go up to Mr. Johnson's office and tell him, blam, 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 blam. <laughs> After this, Arnold uh, gets away and Copenhagen FaceTimes Richter and chews him out for trying to kill Arnold and says he wants him alive for reanimation. I can't say that word. Reanimation. Yeah. Because he's, because, <laughs> because he's got a plan. But Richter <coughs> acts like he's losing the signal and then hangs up and still plans on killing Arnold. Yes. I just love the fact that, like, 
Richter is having this conversation, and and uh, what's his name says, you know, we want I, I want to put him back in place with Lori, like AKA saying I want him to continue fucking your wife. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like I would kill him too, right? I mean, which like leads into the next scene too of his of his buddy being like, yeah, I'm sure she really hated that job. He's like, yeah. what are you trying to say? She she enjoyed having uh, sex with him. It's like, uh. No. <laughs> no, he says, no, I'm sure she hated every minute of it. And then it's like, yeah. I roll. I was like, that, wink, that wink. was my favorite guy in the movie. I was like, this guy's awesome. <laughs> Sweater, too. Basically, just, yeah, basically, just like calling calling the guy out for being like, dude, you, there's no Come way, this, look at you. there's no way you got a hog on you like fucking Arnie does. <laughs> look at you and look at him. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know. So uh, Arnold checks into a sleazy hotel, but gets a call from a mysterious person who tells Arnold that they work together at the agency, and he has a tracker in his head, so he needs to put a wet towel around his head and grab the suitcase that he left for him. Uh, put a turban on your head and look out your window. Yep. I Yeah, I had to say, I just I, I understand why, but I hated this. I thought this was just so stupid. I was like, so a wet towel... Distri- like, you know, totally like muffles or whatever the, the signal here. But then, but if that was true, then like they would still be able to kind of track. That's what I had a problem with. I was like, all right, this tracking thing is not precise. Cause at one point he's like totally gone. And another point, like they can see him. And I'm like, is it because the towel is getting less wet? Getting more dry? <laughs> I was like, what, what is happening here? Yeah. That doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. I was- but all it did was make the dot go bigger. With the red dot that they're tracking, it's yeah. just all the, yeah. all the tile of it was just make it like the ep- all the dot did was just go when it did the bleep thing, it just was wider. <laughs> but in reality, like the epicenter, the center of the dot was still the same place, so you still would have known where he was because the center of the dot presumably is where he is. <laughs> These people just didn't yep. learn geometry. <laughs> <laughs> can we uh, can we talk about the peach that fought with Arnie for the suitcase? Wait, what? That, what? that old that old lady that was fighting with him for the suitcase? Oh, the oh yeah. Oh, the, 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 the that's hilarious. Oh, like, fuck that's you, my asshole! Yeah, fuck you, asshole! It didn't make... <laughs> this is mine! Again, that's that's fine, because it's kind of funny, but that's that's literally in there just so you can have a little, another old woman just say a, an obscenity, just like yep. in The Running Man with that lady, you know? That's like the only purpose this whole thing served. I was like, oh my and god. Was, hey, mission fucking accomplished. Yeah. She's actually putting up a pretty good fight. I mean, Arnold was struggling there for a minute. Yeah. She put up a better fight <laughs> than really Brandon wanted did. that suitcase. I thought we were going to get to see Arnie just punch out another woman. <laughs> I was expecting him to throw her down the stairs, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this is my suitcase! Get down! I bet you they had that in the movie where she just got fucking tossed <laughs> and like that. And then someone watched him and was like, you can't do that. You can't yeah. throw an elderly Listen. woman, no matter how crass she is, you can't throw her down like a flight of stairs. The writing board's like, we just had a guy get shot 55,000 times in the chest. You can't right. now just be start pushing over old ladies. We do need to be able to sell this to somebody. This can't be rated rated X, X, X. You know, we ought to be... How dare you censor me? <laughs> Where's my speech? Where's my free speech? It's like, oh, Jesus, Arnold, no. You don't even know what you're talking about. Fun fact, this movie actually was rated X when it first came out. Was it? It was before NC-17, <laughs> and uh, they had to go back because it was just, like, ultra-violent. Yeah. Even more violent than this was. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That makes yep. this movie even better, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so Arnold, he gets into another Johnny cab to escape Richter, and the self-driving cab is the closest one to killing Arnold at this, in this entire movie because Arnold didn't pay for his fare. 
<laughs> the robot just goes and just drives right at him until it hits a wall and blows up. Yeah, I, I did like the uh, the little joke where he's going shit, shit. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good stuff. I like that a lot. Also, just random a, a random thing though. If it's an automated car, why? Uh, maybe I'm going. I might be going a little too far. But later on, you'll find out that these automated cars have joysticks. They're yeah, automated. The why would they ever need a joystick? Why would they ever have this <laughs> so like the passenger can take control in case Johnny freaks out because you didn't tip him good enough? I don't know. <laughs> well, the whole time all this is going on, the henchmen or whoever the fuck it is, the the people following him are just wildly firing into crowds. I mean, <laughs> yep. they do not care at all. And another another movie, I think it's like. We've had a few of these where no one fucking reloads. <laughs> oh, In no. the future, you don't need to reload. <clears throat> where we're going, we don't need to reload. <laughs> so uh, I was going to say uh, to Prebles <laughs> to talk about the cars. That this is essentially this is probably where Elon Musk got his self-driving car ideas from. <laughs> this yeah, is manual, manual control that will never be used, and then just uh, a, a rogue car just firing into crowds. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to kill people. Perfect. Right. He's in his lair right now, stroking a cat, thinking about this. <laughs> oh, yes. So then uh, Arnold, he checks, uh, he checks a suitcase out, which has a bunch of money, fake IDs, some weird gun-looking thing, and an eye watch, which is really a mirror hologram. And then he takes out the most important thing, which is a laptop with a video recording of Arnold from the past, who says that he met a woman who taught him that he was working for the wrong team, and he has a lot of info in his head that Copenhagen wants. So then uh, the bad guys are on his tail, and our virtual Arnold tells the towelhead Arnold to use a weird gun-looking thing to put it up his nose. So then you get one of the more famous shots of a, just a rubber dummy Arnold grunting. <laughs> oh, well, he just pulls out a tracking device the size of a golf ball out of his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the, the proportions of things going in and out of things in this scene. You know, the, the tracker coming out of Arnie's nose. And, of course, when he, he feeds the chocolate to the mouse. Oh, my God. Like, that thing is fucking two inches long. There's no way it's getting in that mouse's stomach. Fucking golf ball. So then, uh, yeah, the video Arnold tells him to go to Mars, go to the Hilton, and flash this ID, and everything will be taken care of from there. So Arnold then takes a tracking ID, sticks it in a candy bar, gives it to a rat, right as the bad guys show up, and they just start firing all over the place at this poor rat. Yeah. I love there. how they're literally Bam. looking at the dot. They're like, there, there he Bam. is. They look, the camera pans up. There's <laughs> clearly not a person there where they're going to shoot. No. The guy is just literally, like, Telling them, shoot over there, there's a dot over there. Yeah. There's no person over there, though. It's the, the henchman school of aiming again. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. It was like a laser pointer with a cat. Yeah. Right. Basically. <laughs> it was just hilarious. The whole thing was like, place. like, this is like a Laurel and Hardy thing if they had, like, automatic weapons. It was like, oh, my God. They're, like, just, like, shooting at nothing. But I will say, the one thing that really annoyed me about this whole thing is when Arno was on TV, he kept referring to himself as Buddy. I was like, stop, oh, yeah. stop doing that. You're freaking me out. <laughs> Just, hey, buddy. He's an asshole, that's why. Mm, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so now Arnold, he's on the red planet, or at least a very large woman using Arnold's suitcase shows up in line and says she's going to be on Mars for two weeks. And then she answers a few other questions by saying, two weeks. 
and then just starts spazzing out like Derek in his hotel room when they put the hot sauce on the side of his uh, to-go wings. (laughs) 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 Start putting your hands in your mouth and stretching your mouth out. I swear to God, I can fit it in! Oh my God. This scene actually terrified me. I was so uncomfortable watching people pull at their mouths. I was like, oh my God, why does this keep happening? Well, just, I, I imagine like the directors being like, "All right, you need to really like freak out in this scene, Janice," and like, you know, she started, oh, oh, and then she starts like pulling her mouth, and they cut, and they're like, "Okay, I think think we got that." <laughs> all right, no, no, I think I got a couple more takes in me. It's like, nope, nope, that's no, I think we're all good. That's a wrap on Janice, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nice round of applause. Bows, hands still in her mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll take you back to the public library now, Janice. <laughs> oh, the funny thing is, like, the, okay, openness, <laughs> the opening of that scene, like, when you're, when it's, it's, like, up in, like, the corner of that room and they're showing the entire crowd, I was like, God damn, that's a big old redheaded bitch. <laughs> I mean, you, she still got, like, a sore fucking thumb from the moment we said boo. <laughs> But uh, so she eventually she, she taps her ears and an Arnold mannequin face comes out like a Russian nesting doll. And then he, uh, yeah, and then he he throws the lady's head at a soldier, which smiles and says, "Get ready for the surprise!" And then just blows up. <laughs> that was what, very what, confusing. <laughs> I was laughing think, out loud at this point. It was, what, it was just so ridiculous. What do you think was better in this movie, like Arnie's actual faces? Or the animatronic faces that they, like, specifically designed to look mm. as bad as Artie's faces. <laughs> Animatronics. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it's, but, of course, the head explodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wh- why? Like, was that no problem, his plan though. the whole time? Was for this thing to not work? Or is this, like, a self-destruct mechanism? Like, some, like, Inspector Gadget bullshit? Like... Wh- where'd he get it? Yeah. Like, wh- what happened? Well, why we- the fuck would you put it on your head? <laughs> if, if you know that this is like a high-powered explosive, why are you strapping it to your dome? Well, I mean, the whole thing, I mean, apparently, also, he apparently went from I'm on the run to Mars in like a second. Secret agent. Well, and, Basically. And, well, and the fact that like the, the entire time he's surrounded by 20 or 30 guns, the, the process of this face going from a woman's head to Arnold's head, it's not a quick process. And everyone's just standing there going, whoa, what? <laughs> Fuck! What's happening? (laughs) I mean, that's. I think that's how people would probably react. If I was just like in the mall and I saw someone doing that, and then like Arnold Schwarzenegger's head slowly like blocks into like his face, I mean, I'd just kind of be like, "What the fuck?" To be fair, that's what I said, and I was watching a movie that's been out for you know twenty eight years. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) This is so this is so bizarre." If I saw like a a head metamorphosis, like a Someone's head, like you know, coming out of like some sort of proverbial cocoon. I would be running. I would run away. It's <laughs> true. To, to be fair, Tim Tim's strategy is always like just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I'm not a fight or flight guy. I'm always a flight guy. <laughs> I'm a running guy. I run. Tim would have won won the Running Man competition very easily because he just would have sprinted out of the out of the stadium. Like he's like, see, Tim is, <laughs> Tim's a flight guy as a flightless bird. <laughs> I, t- I take very ostrich like 
strategies. I stick my <laughs> head in the sand because people what? can't see you when your head's in the sand. And I just I run in strange erratic patterns <laughs> with your arms at your side. Yeah, in the hopes that it'll confuse my my aggressors. <laughs> While serpentine. also just serpentine. eating food out of little children's hands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Serpentine. Did yes, you work for exactly that food? Now <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Tim as an ostrich. <laughs> That's a big fucking ostrich. Yeah. Enjoy that uh, nightmare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Well, um, yeah, the bad guys, they make a mistake of shooting at Arnold from inside a glass building on fucking Mars. Which leads to a bunch of people just getting sucked out due to the decompression. Then Arnold's able to escape before they reinforce a pressure shut doors. And then the scene ends with Richter awkwardly staring at one of the soldiers for like four seconds way too long. Who looks better in drag, Arnie or the Buse? Mm. Busey. Busey. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he Max, you it. owe me a Coke. <laughs> 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 but the scene ends though he's like over the doors we can't yeah blank blank it's like alright cut the scene I get it I thought that was so dumb it's like we can't open them why because they all have to shut at once I was like how is that possibly effective like why is that why is that the system you have it's like either all the doors are open and none of them suck a dick it's like yeah it's like what like I thought we were in the future yeah the unions are really strong on Mars <laughs> yeah I was gonna say Oh, I don't think I got the time to uh, open up this here, uh, you know, oxygen supporting thing here. Unless you got a little something for me. The guys on the other <laughs> side going, hey, listen, we know it's a design flaw, but it was going to cost us another 8 million credits to get it fixed. So we had to deal with it. Um, so Arnold, he gets to the Mars Hilton and he's told that he left something in their safe, which is a piece of paper on the back of a bar and brothel flyer that says, for a good time, call Melina. So Arnold grabs a cab that is surrounded by a full-out gorilla assault with the rebels, which is just considered normal. Yeah. yeah. Cab driver's remarkably cool in this. He's just like, oh yeah, man, don't, don't, don't you know? It's like, no, I just fucking got here, and I usually don't get shot at by a bunch of rebels. Every <laughs> Where do those ropes come from? <laughs> They're just like <laughs> jumping out of nowhere. Yeah. <sighs> that also explains the last scene. That's why people yes. are just like, oh, well, this just, this happens. Yeah, it's like, well, whatever. I just I just liked Arnie's, you know, determination to get that Uber to the fuck district. <laughs> like in real life. Yeah. I need to have an illegitimate child. No! No! <laughs> Take me to the closest bar with a triumvirate of titties. <laughs> I don't care how many they a have. A triumvirate of titties. I love that. The alliteration was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Arnold, he gets to the last resort, which is in a neighborhood called Venusville, which is surrounded by mutants. So they just took vagina and penis and put it together, right? <laughs> Venusville. <laughs> I think if we looked at the actual script, it would be spelled V-E-N-I-S. Venusville. <laughs> Venusville. These are Arnold's like hand-scribbled like, annotations <laughs> on the side. He's like, no, Venusville, get it? Venusville. Well, then you got a Dutch director, so they're both going. They're both going, Ven- yes, it's a Venusville. Yeah, it's Venusville. 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 <laughs> All the producers blanking. They're like, well, they're both on a roll, so just 
Just do what they want. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's wrap for lunch, guys. <laughs> oh, wait. We're all sick now because we're in Mexico. <laughs> That'll be the trivia, too. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of mutants, you get some mutant yabos. Mm-hmm. That's right. three-titted hooker at the bar. Tim, how did... Woo! How'd that make, how, first off, how many times did you rewind it and play it? How many times did it take you to finish? <laughs> ten seconds. Yeah, I'm ten-second Timmy. It took me ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Are, are you eating a dark chocolate Snickers right now? <laughs> no, I'm eating Indian food. <laughs> oh, no. my God. No. We need to wrap this up. Ugh, this podcast is gonna smell for all the listeners. Yeah. This is gonna, it's gonna turn into the food cast. <laughs> yeah. You guys just need to you guys need to go uh go to the bathroom again. I'll do a food review. <laughs> <laughs> I but to answer your question, Paco, to answer your question, uh, I rewound it uh about five times and watched it on slow mo each time. <laughs> oh, so we're talking like a good thirty to forty second time for Tim. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! In each in each interval, I I got five <laughs> got five nuts out. Oh. I thought that was the Abby's bleep. Huh? Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know it's not making the podcast. It was bad when I knew I was going to make a joke about Indian food, and I'm like, I I'm, I can't get sucked into this. <laughs> Never mind. So uh, yeah, let's just move forward. So yeah. uh, right after this, Arnold meets Melina who's uh, the same woman from his dream as well as a recall simulator, and she also recognizes him right away. And uh, again, you get some good back to, you get some good uh, back-to-back one-liners by Arnold when Melina grabs Arnold's dick and she says, Still bulging, I see. Well, you've been feeding that thing. Blondes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's a legitimate question, though. What do, you, do you think Arnold's got a big dick, or do you think he's got a small little steroid dick? In real life. He's posted nude before. It's like average. <laughs> Max, Max, what'd you, what'd you find out? I mean, obviously, if I, once I heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger posed <laughs> naked, I'm like, well, I gotta Google that. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get to into if, this. Is what, am I not gonna look at this cock? Come on. Come on. Now, are we talking, about, a fl- are we talking about like a fluffed up dong here? Are we talking about <laughs> like a fully... A fully, well, l- I'm, <sighs> fully effaced. Tim, I, d- I didn't rewind it five times, so I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Listen, Max, I'm not... Okay, I need to know this. This is important information for me. For the podcast. Tim, after the podcast, you can eat your Indian food and just look at Arnold's dick all you want, okay? (laughs) Mm. This makes it even spicier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The next one-liner, though. So Tony, the disfigured mutant that looks like one of the infected from The Last of Us, also uh, played by Dean Norris, a.k.a. Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Old Uncle Hank. But he says, <laughs> you've got a lot of nerve showing your face in here. And Arnold goes, look who's talking. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Bazinga. Then you get, uh, the, <laughs> get the old slap the guy, kiss the guy gag by Melina. And uh, Arnold tells her that he doesn't remember anything, which pisses her off. And then she kicks him out of the room at gunpoint. Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. And then, like, as we'll find We've out all later... have been there, as a, let me tell you. Gang. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we find out yep. later, has a substantially quick change of heart. Yes. She knows what she wants, which is... She wants hard. all the chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that dude's 75 and he's still fucking. You don't know what's on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Arnold then tells a cab driver who's groping a three-titted hooker that uh, he wants uh, yeah, to go. That was gross. Just, he's just like, I wish I had three hands. Oh, my God. Like At first I was like, well, I've watched enough porn to where I'm numb for this. And then I was like, Ew. Jesus Christ, this is disgusting. <laughs> he's he's grabbing those titties like they're avocados. Shaking <laughs> like, for the not firmness for, of, yeah. Yeah. It's just he's just kind of weirdly his hands. Uh, and he wants to go back to the hotel. And then after seeing uh, Copenhagen on the TV declare martial law, a fat nerdy guy named Doctor Edgemar knocks on the door and tells Arnold that he's still strapped to the chair at recall and he's uh, currently going through a mental breakdown. Um, I didn't sure. realize till afterwards though this doctor. So he's the same one from the commercials on the train. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that guy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I just at that point I was like Jesus Christ is this like the precursor to fucking Inception like what what's going on here yeah, yeah and uh, the Matrix yeah that's yeah. what I thought and I was like with the pills I was like all yeah. right god damn there's it. a red pill too it's the same exact <laughs> thing um, yeah so Sharon Stone she also shows up tells him he needs to come back to reality and take the red pill that will uh, signify his his desire to come back to reality. And this is where I feel like the um, the Philip K. Dick book stuff really comes into play because Arnold's like having a deep philosophical conversation that's like you know similar to Plato's allegory of the cave until he uh, realizes that the doctor's sweating, which means that this must be real. So then he just kills the doctor and then spits out the pill, and then he gets his nuts stomped on a little bit more by Sharon Stone and her stilettos. Oh yeah, she loves kicking him in the dick. Oh my god, yes. straight crow hop that dick. Yeah. Crow hopping cacks. <laughs> uh, but it's also funny because he says like if you like if you do kill me, the walls will fall down all around you. And then he kills him, and then a bunch of guys just bust through the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny though. I was like, hey. everything that he says too going forward ex- like, happens exactly, which again makes you kind of think it's like, hmm, is this real or not? Um. But uh, yeah, so a bunch of people just bust through the wall. Sharon Stone kicks the shit out of them, crow hops that dick, and then they cuff him. Um, and then I also do like the like when uh, Sharon Stone's like FaceTiming uh, Richter, being like, "We have him." He just kind of like face swipes the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that made me laugh, but um, so then Melina just ambushes the bad guys, and she and Sharon Stone get in a pretty epic fight. And uh, Sharon Stone's winning until Arnold shoots her in the head. And says, consider this a divorce. Oh, so good. <laughs> I loved it. There was a lot of borderline erotic moaning going on in that fight, too. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I didn't so I didn't notice this, I didn't notice that. No. Neither did I, but it's okay. Well, Tim, go back and watch it with those rose colored glasses that I wear and <laughs> AKA You can make AKA, anything sexual. Yeah. A.K.A. De- a debilitating diet and alcoholism. And um, you'll see what I see. I, I mean, I've indulged in I've indulged in one of those two things tonight. So uh, maybe this will, you know, maybe I can go back and look at it and see it through yeah. your eyes. Get on that curry trip. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who wants to ride that terrain? Oh it's going to be God. painful. Poor it's Abby. gonna burn. It's gonna be a burning, painful trip. It's gonna be very <laughs> painful for Abby. You're gonna wake up to Abby bed. just. Tim yeah, will be just, fine. <laughs> yeah. You need to make, you need to make <laughs> sure Abby sleeps on her side tonight. We don't want a Jimi Hendrix scenario happening. <laughs> <laughs> or choking on her own vomit. 
Moving on. So <laughs> Arnold and Melina, they jump back into the cab, get into a car chase with Rixer, and uh, they're able to get back to the brothel. And Tony, a.k.a. Uncle Hank, hides them in a secret wall. But then uh, Richter orders uh, all of his troops to kill everyone in the bar after he shoots a three-titted girl. Bye-bye, triple tip. Yeah. <laughs> very sad. A very ignominious <laughs> ending for her. Mm-hmm. I think this this is my one foray into history. I just put the St. Silicone's Day master, Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> it's too true. The really, triple titty terror. Yeah. <laughs> But the best part about this is something I just couldn't. So the uh, the the uh, the dwarf lady that's in there, her name yeah. is Thumbelina. Yes, I lost my <laughs> fucking mind. Yeah, I was like, man, they just do not give a shit about being PC in this, do they? Like, not a, they're no. just like, oh god. Well, speaking of PC, Tim, I got a question to ask you: Is there anything sexier than watching a midget, midget hooker fire an automatic weapon? That's bigger than her. Your your yeah. mis your mispronunciation of midget was dangerously <laughs> close. You combined two really bad words. <laughs> and I was gonna let that slide. I think I think let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't know if I did, but well, whatever. Move it along. <laughs> You'll hear it on the podcast. You'll find out. <laughs> All right, Preble, how'd you yeah. feel about that one? I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear anything. And I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to do that. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, so Copenhagen, he orders uh, Richter to retreat. And then he shuts all the oxygen and circulation fans off. And then uh, Arnold's introduced to the resistance team, who plans on having Arnold meet with Quato, the mysterious resistance leader who can read minds. But first he needs to talk with George, a high-ranking officer, who uh, was also one of the guys um, at the bar prior. Um... But George, he's actually Quato, who was uh, introduced in a, as Derek also said, a very surprising scene because George lifts his shirt and a deformed Chucky-looking thing is just attached yes. to his stomach. Yes. <laughs> That's what I, I just wrote down. It looks like he's got a boarded Chucky strapped to his belly. When that see, happened, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah oh see, God. I just called that a malignant Yoda. I was like, this thing is so wise. It's like popping out. I was like, oh my god, this thing is disgusting. Oh god. But right, I mean, like he's giving out all this sage advice and stuff. I was like, oh my, how is this possible? Yeah, like that's what this is. Oh, God damn it, Preble. That was good stuff right there, buddy. Oh, man, I've been crafting this all day. <laughs> I just neglected all my duties at work. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but that Yoda line, yeah. gold. That's, that's gold, Jerry. Gold. I think it was just like you determined, like, what's the one point in this movie that Paco can't say something highly offensive? I'm going to focus on that. <laughs> yeah, this is that's the true. one, Mike. This is Mike's time to shine. <laughs> So, here we this, is also, <laughs> this is also about the time that I was thinking, like, Nikki might not, like, she might kind of enjoy this movie, and then that scene happened. Like, nah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <okay, so. laughs> exactly. It's like, I could have. But you figured you figured she was on board for triple titty. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's, yeah, she's down with the titties. <laughs> she's got a problem with that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh man, I'm gonna cut that out and like when when you're, you're Nikki's like you know 25 
year wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that in like a slideshow. No, nah, she's down with the titties. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the one slide too, Max. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's that's Tim's contribution. Like, yeah, I'm going to be like, I prepared this. I painstakingly prepared this slideshow. I hope you ever, everyone I've been waiting it. years. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fat with a I'm fat and bald with a comb over and be like, alright, here we go, everybody. Here's the greatest slideshow ever. Yeah, excuse me, I have some Indian food yeah. to eat. Well that would have been that'd have been perfect because uh I texted Max the day before his wedding asking if he could find a projector for me to make a slideshow for my best man speech. That is true. You, you did ask oh, that. Oh, I was like, Wait, oh boy. Like <laughs> no. no reason. No, no, no. Just curious. <laughs> so uh Sequado, he reads Arnold's mind and you cut to a past scene with Copenhagen and Richter inside the alien pyramid talking about hiding whatever the pyramid could do when blam a bunch of bad guys steam pile into the good guy base and start shooting everybody so then uh Arnold, Molina, Cueto and the cab driver run to escape but then the cab driver shoots Cueto and says he's an undercover mutant agent oh no I just wrote, oh no, Benny. Yeah. Oh no. Mm-mm. That's basically bad. what I wrote as well. Bad, Benny, bad. Probably yeah. we're in the same thought process right there. Is that what I just heard? Um, yeah, I wrote, quote, no, comma, Benny, ellipses, no. So oh. that's what you had then. I had, oh no, Benny. That's, oh, okay. Ooh. So we just, mm, we reversed it. It's also, slowly but surely crawling into that mind of yours, Preble. Mm, that's, mm. that's almost erotic, but... Ew. Okay, so then with his <laughs> the, with his uh, dying stomach breaths, Quido uh, tells Arnold that <laughs> the uh, the turn on the reactor. No. And then Richter start shoots the him reactor. in the head. Start the reactor. Start the reactor. Start, okay. Okay. start the excuse reactor. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, Derek. Too really big difference between starting and turning it on. It's a classic line in cinema history. It is not. I've never heard that line. Sure it is. South Park oh, no, did it, so it I, must be true. I 100% agree with Paco on this one. That is a classic line. Wrong. <laughs> Start the reactor. Start the reactor. Yeah, maybe I have heard that before. Yes, also, go fuck yourself. I just, have, I just have a question. Is the guy's name Copenhagen or is it Coagan? It's Cohagen. It's Cohagen. Okay. I just no, it's Copenhagen. I like Copenhagen. <laughs> no, I, was gonna say, I like <laughs> Max Copenhagen. too. <laughs> Because I heard my it, autocorrect I like, typing. As soon as I typed it, it just said, "Yeah, that's the word." I just love it because like, Preble. I was just gonna let it ride because I liked it. Copenhagen, the, the founder of the tobacco institution, Copenhagen. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was very funny because for a while I was Is like, that "Oh, what you think of when you think of Copenhagen, not the city in Denmark, no. not the capital of Denmark?" Because that's what no, I was thinking. The fucking of. South, Tim. <laughs> I'm from Tennessee. Uh, I think of, I think of the founder of smokeless uh, tobacco. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Somewhere about eight hundred thousand Danish people are just slapping themselves in the face. It's like, oh my god, that's what they think of. Uh, you you want to know what? I'm I'm back I'm back with Paco. Fuck those Danish people. This is goddamn America. Right. We don't give it. We don't give a shit about your fucking fruity European country. You're yeah. a weird country. And yeah. your stupid wood shoes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, uh, that's 
Copenhagen. Well, I'm going to keep on saying Copenhagen because that's what it says here. So, I mean, it's too late now. That's what the notes say. Commit to it. I'm going to be honest, Max. I didn't think you could pronounce the name the correct way. So, I was just going to let you ride with Copenhagen. It's amazing I can pronounce Arnold correctly. So, (laughs) it's Moops. Moops. (laughs) (laughs) Wars, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy. All right, perfect. Uh, so yeah, Arnold meets with Copenhagen, and he uh, says that uh, they both they they both planned this whole thing, and Arnold volunteered to do it. And then they turn on the TV, and the video Arnold tells him the same thing. And then he also wants his old body back. I just put surprisingly, Arnold is a bigger shithead in this movie than he is in real life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Teacher. I do like that. Arnold's like that guy's an asshole. <laughs> 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 Is that going? Uh, Is that like Arnold actually like projecting on himself? He's like, oh, I have been a real asshole my whole life. (laughs) This is very true. (laughs) The the Copenhagen guy, I do love this guy though. He's like, hey, that's my best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Once you wake up, we're gonna go to a party. Just make sure you tell him. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. So yeah, then so what he does is uh yeah he forces Arnold and Melina into the recall machine so Arnold can turn back into the bad guy and Melina can turn into his sex slave. Yeah. And um, that's what I thought the movie was about like to start to, getting good. Okay, I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> I also do like the line too. It's like, well, what about all the innocent people? They don't have any air. Fuck them. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is just kind of like in this whole thing, they're just trying to get as many like hatreds as possible. It's like it's like okay, these people are just like missing. They just hate like you know humankind, and also he's just like. Get women back to where they belong. It's like he oh says my. something like that too. Yeah, it was like, really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I wrote it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> of course guys. You did. I got you. <laughs> um, I got one question for. I got one question for you guys. Do those people who don't have air have any jobs? <laughs> They're all sure. sitting in a bar in the middle of the day. They don't have a fucking job. They don't deserve air. So that's what. I, that's my opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. That's what I'm here saying. To the cops. Yeah. Then we get to Preble's, clearly Preble's favorite line in the movie. We're going to have you fixed. You're going to be respectful, <laughs> compliant, and appreciative. The way a woman should be. Oh, my oh God. boy. Jesus. Like, <laughs> even in 1990, it was like, this This guy, that was clearly meant to, like, incense people. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, this, this director loves the, the whole corporation greed is good stuff, too. All of his villains are always like that. Um, so then you get uh, some great Arnold spazzing out faces until he's able to uh, break one of the hand restraints, impales the first two doctors, and then he brutally stabs and axes the rest of the doctors to death and then escapes. Jesus Christ. Jesus, well, and- exactly. Jesus yeah. Christ, Arnold. Look, I said that. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he's like punching these guys in the face, and after he punches them, there's like a huge gaping opening on their faces. Yeah. Uh, it's just ov- overtly brutal. Yeah, Arnold was able to break out of like these <laughs> massive steel restraints, but he couldn't tear a fucking suitcase away from an 85-year-old woman. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, asshole! Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. That she must be some kind of bionic thing. I don't know how to defeat her. It's like, oh, God. So um, Copenhagen then tells Richter to kill Arnold. While uh, he and Melina I you just don't roll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the commitment. It's so it's funny. It's like, here we go. Auto, auto correct is always right. 
It's more right than it's wrong. Am I right, Mike Treble? Stop trying to take smokeless tobacco at a baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Smokeless tobacco, too? Uh, The tigers and Euphrates of hilarity just, like, coming right next to each other. All right, Preble, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that high-minded shit. Keep that high-minded shit on this podcast. It's so good. Ooh, I know Mesopotamia is. (laughs) I've seen maps before. (laughs) Ooh, history. I remember it. All the while, I'm just drooling watch while I'm watching Shark Week. <laughs> Paco's talked about a lot of how much he appreciates that snad lady with three titties. <laughs> yeah, this is really hot. <laughs> just, this is what we're all been thinking about, right? That and smokeless tobacco. <laughs> just clean out the buffalo sauce out of his belly button. <laughs> just, just drooling and scratching my balls. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah. Right. Love you, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> this woman's a saint. I've never met her before. But... <laughs> or deaf. I think she's finally hopping <laughs> off the saying. train, guys, because she told me, she was like, yeah, I'm like six podcasts behind. I was like, it's okay, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, she did say, she's like, it's um, it's really hard to listen to in a row. <laughs> like, you kind of have to listen to it in like 10-minute clips. <laughs> That speaks very well to our, to our show. It's not one of those binge-worthy things. You really got to take out your earbuds and really think about your life and all the decisions you made that have led up to this point. I do think we're provocative. We stir thought. <laughs> I think it's I think it's good that we're putting this out there, guys. You know what I mean? It's true. I would agree, sure. People really need another movie review podcast. <laughs> Precisely. I think, I think people need more... Straight white male opinions. <laughs> Un- I should I say uninformed straight my wi- white male opinions disseminated to the public. I think that's what they're all clamoring for. Yep. And we're just filling that hole in the market. You know what and I mean? Boy, is that hole getting filled by us? Oh boy! <laughs> oh, nearly. Whoa, we're just shoving it right in that hole. <laughs> like Tim's a big old food. gaping hole. <laughs> So, back to Copenhagen. Yeah. <laughs> Tells Richter to kill Arnold while uh, he and Melina run to the reactor built by the ancient aliens. And then you find out that the reactor uh, is going to be able to create an atmosphere that will allow everyone to breathe without Copenhagen's machines. No. And then... Oh, <laughs> yep, it's okay. It's all right. Um, and then what seems like a very uh, late rewrite, this cab driver just shows up out of nowhere and just starts... Just jumps into one of these massive drilling trucks, and you get a very intense scene of this nut job happily trying to just drill them to death until Arnold gets a handheld drill, sticks it in the truck, kills a guy, and says, Screw you! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. Benny, screw you! <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of yelling and blood in that scene. Yeah. I will say that was like one of the more, like, not like tasteful, but that was like one of the less gruesome because he just puts it in there and he pulls it back out and it's just bloody. It's just like this you know bloody. Why? I was like, ugh, all right. You know why, Preble? Why? It's because it? this was the main reason why it was going to be rated X. Oh, really? <laughs> because no, they showed Jesus all of it. Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. They They're like, yeah, you can't show any of that. Yeah, no, no. People won't stand for that it's kind just... of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
blood spraying all inside of the inside of the cab. Yes. Like, um, yeah. Who the fuck do you think's gonna watch this? Yeah. Like, who who <laughs> could watch this? It's gonna be impossible now. And there I am, scratching my balls and drooling. This is hot. You know, they found. If their only they demo. knew the dicks in the back row would. <laughs> <laughs> totally willing to do it. Yeah, someday. <laughs> These brave adventurers. Yeah, okay. We have an issue with not having enough blood in this scene. <laughs> that's the real crime here. Yeah, and that's coming from the, uh, you know, the one who isn't gross in the podcast. <laughs> hmm. I was going to say something more witty, but then I couldn't think of anything, so I just said that instead. <laughs> The not gross one. The not gross one. It's you know, a valiant effort, Max. You know, a valiant effort. Thesaurus, my word. Come on. Where's my autocorrect? <laughs> Let's get back to Copenhagen. Copenhagen. <laughs> I thought the scene was disturbing, though. Just like the grainy red screen in the cab that he was looking through. The whole thing just it creeped me out. Well, there are a lot of things in this movie that get some better machinery. The fact that like the whole time he's trying to kill these people, there's like smoke blowing in his fucking face. Everything. Isn't like the bad guy song, the hedgehog thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm to drill through him. Dr. Wiley. We're, yeah, we're talking one. about the same time frame. Yeah. It's true. Yep. So uh, Arnold, he's uh, walking through the reactor, and he's shot a billion times by the Richter, uh, Richter bad guy crew. But it was a hologram. So Arnold, Arnold uh, then wipes out most of the bad dudes uh, using the hologram as a decoy. So what happened to the... Like, they're surrounding it. They're in a circle... Firing bullets at his torso. Mm-hmm. There are people on the other side. Yep. Where are the bullets? Yeah. Hmm. That's what I thought. I was like, it's these dummies just question. shot each other. That's all I could think of. Like they just riddled each other with bullets. Yeah. Well, it's okay because Arnold just kills them right afterwards. So it worked. I mean, <laughs> it worked true. out. This is probably actually the funniest line that Arnold did though, when he's just like, "Ha ha ha ha! You think this is the real Quaid?" It is. It just starts shooting more people. Yes. Yeah. I did another, that, actually. Another great piece of acting by Arnold. Yeah, Arnold's <laughs> fake laugh is not great. Yeah. Not, not too good. Oh, uh, you, you did this great. <laughs> oh, wait, it is. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Not only that, he has to, like, you know, have, like, the perfect posture and lift his head up and laugh into the sky. Ha, 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 Oh, Arnold, is there a way we can make that seem like, um, what's the word I'm trying to come up with? Um, like a person, Arnold. Can you make that seem like a person is, is laughing? <laughs> oh, you mean like this. Ha, We know your father was a Nazi, and he probably didn't laugh a lot. But that being said, <laughs> we, we got, you got to fucking help us out here, Arnold. Like, mm, I don't think so. Mm. That's actually, yeah, come to think of it, I've, I don't think I've ever seen or heard Arnold laugh. I think he smiles, but yeah. he doesn't laugh. It's probably hmm. his best emotion. Yeah, well, he's a robot. Um, so then Arnold and uh, Richter, they get into a fight in this tall elevator until Richter gets his arms ripped off on the edge. Oh, God. That was Brutal. awesome. It's fucking metal. What was his line? He had some great, like, pun See line. you at the party, Richter! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so I good. Loved it. I loved every minute As he's of holding it. both of his arms. Yes. Nothing else <laughs> attached to him. God. So gruesomely funny. ripped off his body. So, uh, Arnold, he gets to the reactor, but Copenhagen's there, and he has a rig to, for the, uh, the reactor to blow. After saying that if they turn it on, the planet will go into a meltdown. 
And then uh, right before he can kill Arnold, the Molina shoots him, and Arnold throws a detonator off the ledge, but it blows off uh, one of the walls, uh, causing all the pressure to turn into a vacuum again. And then uh, Copenhagen just flies out into the barren Mars atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. And then we get some... Oh, God. I loved seeing people on the surface of Mars in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, in the actual, when they were filming it, those heads were all, like, rubber. And that there was someone holding it just below the camera's shaking view, it. just shaking it. Shaking it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I found the woman's face to be particularly gruesome. Like, I'd seen Arnold's before, maybe, oh, but I was God. just like, oh, my God, looks like she's going to explode. Like, or when... Or when Copenhagen's eyes start bulging out like they're fucking antennas. Ugh, that, was, that was the Some best crazy part. shit. Once the eyes started coming out of their head, it's like that's that's when I reached peak, you know, <laughs> peak awesomeness. Tim turns into one of those uh, oxygen uh, reactor explosions. Just right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Arnold he stretches a lot the reactor. Uh, while Copenhagen's face is just, you know, gr- grotesquely and slowly exploding. And then uh, Arnold and Molina fall out, also start exploding. And then uh, all these massive air vents of uh, breathable oxygen just start blowing up all over the place, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's just like five minutes straight of just cloud bombs just blowing glass windows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, and people are getting, like, gruesomely injured. Oh, they're getting with, fucked up. Yeah. I mean, there's Except glass everyone's from like all over. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I also feel like it would take a while for like the oxygen to diffuse, the atmosphere to diffuse over the entire planet. Like it that probably wouldn't take five minutes. It'd probably it would, be like, you know, a couple of years maybe. You would <laughs> think like, so. Yeah. Mm. Also I just yeah, I was gonna say I am no scientist, but that being said, also their whole thing is like there's ice in the core of, of Mars and so they mm. apply apparently hot material to it to create oxygen. Like, yes. first of all, no. But also, doesn't that just mean that? <laughs> doesn't that also just mean that they have a finite supply of oxygen? Then, because what happens when they eventually run out of ice? They're gonna have a like a hollow Mars, and like then what? Do you know what I mean? I'm just like this. This whole thing is ridiculous. And also, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, what's it? Didn't they say like the mutants were harmed because they were exposed to the atmosphere? So wouldn't Arnold? And, yeah, or radiation, whatever. Like, yeah, would that both. also not affect them? I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. Also, humans don't breathe 100% oxygen. That would, that would <laughs> like, be bad. I mean, there's there's other elements that humans need to live. So, I mean, the gases, like nitrogen. the water. Yeah, nitrogen, carbon dioxide, you know. Hydrogen, right? Yep, probably. I don't know. I haven't, what, I haven't been a What are those weird elements and shit? <laughs> you know, yeah. But no, but we don't we don't like use any of that. Like, we need the oxygen in in the air. But I mean, your points your points taken. We would all be on fire because oxygen, <laughs> pure oxygen, is very flammable. <laughs> Especially when it's exploding into buildings. Someone lights a cigarette. No, Chuck. No. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. <laughs> you ruined the whole planet. What did we right. just say? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, Arnold and Molina's eyes uh, stop bulging out of their faces, and the red planet peacefully turns into a, bl- uh, a blue sky with breathable free air for everyone. And then as Arnold and Molina look over the new blue sky, Arnold starts to wonder if this is all a dream and he's still in recall. So Molina says, 
then kiss me before you wake up. And then the movie fades to white. Total recall. Oh, what happened? So I also read that that said it's either it happened or this is when he's actually getting lobotomized. Because it goes white, not to black. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. good point. Okay. Hmm. Have you been lobotomized before, Max? Uh, yeah, obviously. You see me read. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Slam. Self slam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading disabilities. Awesome. High five. <laughs> Thank you, Quincy Education. All right. Time for trivia. So Schwarzenegger was originally turned down for the role. And Patrick Swayze was cast. He had already started pre-production in Australia. Then the production company in charge went bankrupt. So then Arnold led a different company to buy the rights, cast him as Quaid, and then also give him a bunch of creative control, like uh, hiring the director, having script approval, working with the production, and then also uh, doing the marketing of the movie. Jesus. Yeah. And all... I thought I literally had in my notes at some point that we don't need to do this now, obviously, because we have not prepared. But like we should do like a who has a better like fit like O face versus like Arnold's yelling face of like Swayze O face, mm. Arnold yelling face. Like we need to like pick a goodie. Ooh, man. Ooh, that'd be a good one. We'll be here till <laughs> next week. You know what's really weird is that this is the second movie in a row that we've done, which is a, a Schwarzenegger movie that they wanted Patrick Swayze to play. It's like, yeah, we could do Patrick Swayze or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, that's a pretty vast difference in actor. Probably like director driven. Like the directors are always like, then they're given a choice. Like I want Patrick Swayze. He can actually like at least act a little bit. Yep. And then they're like, nah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Paul Verhoeven. So he originally they wanted Schwarzenegger for Robocop, but he was just too big to fit in the suit, so they couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. The, you know, Schwarzenegger had wanted to do a movie with him, so then that's pretty much why they 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 had him do it. Right. But um, he got it, like Schwarzenegger was so like involved that they had like a whole trailer ready to go. Arnold saw it, and then he made them do a new one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but to his credit, so I read a little more into that too. So as far as the trailer goes, it said like it didn't show any of the weirdness <clears throat> and just like the like the uniqueness of the movie because this movie is like really fucking weird. Like it looks weird. And he made the producers watch the movie, which it's bad that the producers hadn't even seen the movie. But, um, <laughs> fucking Hollywood people. Uh, but then he made them watch a movie, and then he made them watch a trailer, and they're like, yeah, we got to change this. Also, though, Swayze and Sharon Stone, much more compatible as husband and wife. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't believe that any woman would ever be with... I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, every woman that they could ever throw up there, any actress, I'd be like, no, no, yeah, that's true. no, no. Is he only he's yeah. got he's got eyes for only one apparently any and whatever the nanny whatever the nanny's <laughs> name is, is that's the only type he goes for. Preble, are you in a wind tunnel? Am I in? A, is, oh, can wind some, can, tunnel. Can you hear that, Max? Yes. <laughs> you know what? It's guys? probably my it's probably my uh, heat. To be honest. Well, I don't know. It definitely could be my um, my non apartment my my box, <laughs> but. Uh, it sounds it like someone fun. is like in a forest in a horror movie right now. That's a very specific, very specific <laughs> location. <laughs> that, well, to, you know, much like uh, much like Preble's, um, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Much like Preble's uh, refrigerator box is his, uh, you know, is his dear home. Uh, horror movie forests are my uh, are my home. That's where <laughs> I. That's where my house is. I, I just felt like your basement dungeon has a draft, Tim. <laughs> it's Freddy Krueger's lair. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I live. <laughs> it's the dream right yep. there. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact. Red from that 70s show turned down the role of Richter. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yeah. He and Michael Ironside actually do look very similar. Yep. Like, too similar. But also Red, he was the villain in RoboCop, so that's why they wanted him again. Yeah. And I guess he just didn't want to play like the same character. Because he's great in RoboCop. Yes, like, he's he fucked up in that movie. Um... Let's see what else here. So, yeah, the movie, it was in uh, development for over 10 years. And uh, the writers knew it would just be way too expensive. So while they were just brainstorming ideas, uh, ideas, not ideas. I hate people to say ideas. Welcome to the uh, South, Max. <laughs> Kroger's. You're not going to, are you going to multiple Kroger's? It's fucking Kroger. All right. Do you know someone, Southern joke. Are you going to someone's house who is named Kroger? fucking hate that anyway uh well uh yeah so while they were brainstorming ideas uh they came up uh, with a script for the movie alien oh wow all right yeah i like that too yeah so at one point in the 70s they casted richard dreyfus for the lead oh no <laughs> oh my god oh god <laughs> yeah that would have been horrible what a horrible horrible choice also, this just uh, this shows how much of a scumbag the director Paul Verhoeven is. Uh, he wanted Sharon Stone to show more skin in the opening love scene, but she refused. So then he, in quote, said he got her back two years later in Basic Instinct. With that, oh my god! Oh my god! Evidently, in the uh, the director's commentary, he's just like commenting on extras that he fucked on, on like the commentary. He's like, "Yes, I had sex with her. I had sex with her too." Really? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking scumbag. Oh, man. There's <laughs> a reason and why people, he doesn't do big movies anymore. Yeah. People wonder why there's actual problems in Hollywood. Like, that is terrible. Yep. <laughs> yep. I thought, I thought, Tim, I thought you were going to be behind that, Tim. <sighs> well, Paco, Paco, you got to keep it on the down low. You, you know, you can't, you can't be outward openly saying that nowadays, you know. <laughs> no, you got to do the Hollywood thing. Right. Just, do extremely fucked up stuff behind closed doors and no one will ever know about it. <laughs> right. And then you act all PC and everything on Instagram. Yeah. And then behind closed doors, you're a monster. <laughs> you're just a charity-given liberal who just likes to rape women. <laughs> Perskisely. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as I mentioned before about the food thing in Mexico, everyone on set but Arnold got food poisoning. Because <laughs> the reason why... It's because Arnold... Tell uh, me he had his flu- food flown in. Yeah, no, he had privately catered food. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it makes sense. So he was a- eating th- things differently from everyone else. Um, and the- Verhoeven, the director, he was so sick that he would have to get IV fluids in between takes. <laughs> <laughs> Some karma right there. Oh, God. And they also had an ambulance on standby throughout the entire movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> That seems very expensive. I've heard Mexican healthcare. <laughs> this was is the most expensive solid. movie ever made at the time. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> and then uh, body count. Anybody have any guesses? I looked it up and I, I saw two different numbers. Okay. I saw 
What? Yeah, what's what's before you say it? How about it? Oh. We have yeah, why don't we all guess? guess? Isn't that the point? Okay. Right. I'm gonna guess I'm <laughs> gonna say seventy one. I'm gonna say seventy two. Ooh. Oh, fuck you, Tim. I just, I just went prices right up. You know, you really, uh, <laughs> Like jihad there. That's that's cool, too. Mm. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Kibble and Ben didn't elicit a response from Preble. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't, now I didn't get it in. for a minute. I was like, I don't, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, now See? I get it. Yep. Makes you think. <laughs> yep. Um, Copenhagen. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I saw uh, I saw two different numbers. I saw seventy seven, mm-hmm. and I saw ninety six. Interesting. I had seventy seven on here. Either way, I'm closer than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you don't come on down. Looks like, looks like I'm getting the dinette set and the washing machine, Mike. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh God! It's all right. Mike didn't have any word to put. I know. I was gonna say I'd, I'd just be selling on the street. <laughs> like, all right, so I gotta. Is this? Can I trade this for a bigger box, dude? What are you Anybody? talking about? You could live in the washing machine. Listen, Tim, you can have the washing <laughs> machine. Just give me that box. <laughs> mm. Is that a Maytag box? Uh, oh my god, that's that's the Rolls Royce of boxes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Notice Mike is not laughing. What? You know me? Um. <laughs> He's over there just like. Just like grinding his teeth in anger. <laughs> He's like, how dare you say Maytag's better than a Sears box? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't have nice things anymore. Yeah, I'm a Sears man. All right, questions. Who was your favorite and least favorite character in this movie? Um, my favorite, it, it, I thought it was going to change, but you know what? I still liked him more than anybody else. Benny the Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Um I thought he was funny. I thought he had some some good faces at points in this movie as well. And my least favorite, I, I did not like Richter. He was just a jealous cuck. <laughs> he is a cuck. That is very true. <laughs> Justifiable why he wants to kill Arnold, though. Yeah, it makes sense. He's just been fucking his wife for six months. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So, actually, that I'll go next because I think that leads. I So, my favorite person was Sharon Stone, I thought. I thought she mm. was like the best, mm. like the most yeah, interesting actress really and good. And like, so I was like, I, whenever she was on, I was like, oh, it's good. I mean, you know, she wasn't there for the whole time because she eventually gets killed, you know, shot in the face. But she was really good. I liked her. Uh, the person I disliked the most, I, I don't know. I, I don't even dislike her. It's just his, the love interest, the, uh, the other woman. I just didn't know. I didn't get it. I was like, okay, you're fine. But like, yeah. She was just kind of there, and she's like, "I hate you." No, it's like that. I love you. Let's let's save the world. And I was like, "All right, well, great." Yeah, they should have brought back Cheat and Chong's kid. Yeah, I was gonna say, "Where's Ray Don Chong?" When I yeah. need her. This is gonna sound kind of bad, <laughs> but go you on. You know the the love interest. Um, what's her name? Megan or Mejia or whatever. Melina. 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 Got that one right. Didn't she kind of look like the guy from Ghost who was trying to kill Demi Moore? Kind of did. Right? What are you trying to say, Tim? Oh my god! She kind of looks like a dude. She kind of looks like I'm. What I'm trying to say is that she might have. She might be packing something similar to what Arnold's packing there. 
Is that a little sword fight up in those rooms? You're just comparing dick sizes. <laughs> she kind of looked. She kind of looked like that guy from Ghost. That's all. I'm just, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, now, awesome powers. Now she does look rather mannish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm, Sorry, I'm gonna segue. I'm gonna segue uh, smoothly into my picks, and I'm gonna start off with the person I didn't like the most. I'm gonna switch mm. it up. And that's Copenhagen. Mm. I didn't like Copenhagen. <laughs> the city or the shoeless tobacco? <laughs> What's that? So, is it the city or the shoeless tobacco? Which I don't like. I don't like the city because the city's full of European fruits. I love the, chew, the, the smokeless tobacco because that's a that's an American classic. I like to point out that Preble said shoeless tobacco. What I? Oh, sorry, smokeless tobacco. Yeah, come on, guys. I I um I'm very cool. Um, so I definitely, definitely did the dip and the vapes. So oh, yeah. uh, I'm all in on for, it. So first time I ever dipped was with Preble, and I threw up in a Wendy's parking lot. I remember this very well. <laughs> it's good. Let, let's talk about the other times in your life that you vomited, Max. <laughs> oh, we got we've got a couple already. We can go back to four days ago. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. We've got we a couple. <laughs> Preble, do you, or Max, do you, do you have a problem? Do we, is this, are we discovering a uh, an eating disorder here? Um, between me throwing up when I was 15 and me throwing up when I was 29 last week drinking? <laughs> yes. Go on, Tim. <laughs> Sorry. Don't worry, Paco. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the bottom of it after the podcast. <laughs> um, if you looked at me clearly, I don't have an eating disorder. <laughs> Max, you bite your tongue. You're a healthy young man, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Who's got a, a great healthy, fucking job? You're a healthy, glistening young man. That's right. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite guy is the, like the uh, the like the salesman from the from the Total Recall place. <laughs> he just knew Calling how to make a sale. A he was good bitch. at his job. <laughs> yeah. Well, not for that reason alone, but. <laughs> I thought he was a good salesman. You know what I mean. I thought I thought he was good at his job. You know, you know me. I'm always looking for someone, looking out for someone who's good at their job. So he's moving up in that company. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people can lobotomize people and get promoted. That's true. That's a good point, Max. And secretly try and hide her for a long time and then miserably fail. Try to get those numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all about the numbers. I'm got. Uh, um, I'm actually got. I'll. I'll switch it up too. I'm gonna to say Copenhagen was my favorite. Mm. He kind of reminds me Ooh. of like a Rick, he reminds me of like a Rick and Morty villain. Like just <laughs> like I, I love the way that he like the way he delivered the lines. Like he said it with a straight face, but for a lot of this movie, I wasn't looking at the screen. I was you know so I was just listening to it. And I was just laughing out loud whenever he would say <laughs> something. He's like, I wanted Hoser back, but no. <laughs> just, everything that he said just made me laugh. Um, least favorite, I'm gonna say the cab driver. I, I thought he was fucking annoying and then what made it worse is that you find out that it was just an act and he was just acting like a stereotypical uh, cab driver with uh, tourists and then he just had really shitty teeth so I, didn't, I just didn't like him I had no idea you were teethist Max mm-hmm. toothist I'm an anti an, an, yeah an anti-dentai yeah you know, <laughs> Seinfeld <laughs> yep rabid anti-dentai <laughs> Uh, you oh, anti-dentite bastard. <laughs> Seinfeld will never ever cease to not entertain nope. me. 
And we need to have at least one of one line yeah. in every episode. Exactly. That or the Simpsons. Something has to something has to give here. I was really hoping that Harry, uh, the the buddy Harry, was on an episode of Seinfeld because he looked like he was, but he wasn't. <laughs> oh, I had to look him up. I'm like, he looks like the guy who played George, like the bizarre George. Nope, it's not. Oh, really? Damn it. Ugh, fuck. That is disappointing. It is. All right. If Mark Wahlberg was in this, what would he be confused about? <laughs> Clearly everything. Yeah. So why do I only get to go to one of the brothels? <laughs> I understand that there's a lot of ladies. This one's got three boobs, but I heard there's one in the street that's got seven. <laughs> I'm getting that one. No, I think like Mark, a pregnant dog. <laughs> he'd be like, wait, hold on. Donnie, you tell me... Every, no, all girls have three boobs. <laughs> the ones with I got two three boobs is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, come on. <laughs> Donnie would be like, no, Mark, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> All normal women have two boobs. They have two boobs, two nipples, two boobs. Donnie, Donnie, you and I both know that's not true. Women always have in the wild. In the wild, women always have. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, dude, you, you, your face is fucked up from the radiation. Ah, I'll fucking beat your ass anyways. <laughs> I, I just feel like Arnold in this movie is what it's like just directing Mark Wahlberg. Just, like, directing him in the fighter. Like, so, like, so am I Mickey or am I Mark? Uh, Mark, you're playing Mickey. Then why'd you just call me Mark? No. Well, that's your real oh, name, Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He? he probably would actually just get lost in, like, the actual, like, or is he in the Total Recall or is he not? But then he would actually, like, and they'd be like, and cut. Okay, good job, Mark. He's like, I'm not Mark. I'm Quaid. I'm Quaid. <laughs> I really am Quaid. It's like, okay, Mark. Good enough. <laughs> so you, so what you're saying is that I can kill my wife, and then she'll come back when I wake up. No, Mark, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> mm, unlimited power. Meanwhile, Christian Bale is just in the back strangling one of the key grips. <laughs> How dare you look at me? <laughs> this is the last time we're working together professionally. Yeah. So, okay, Mark. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Just so IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating system, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what's your rating for Total Recall? Uh, you yeah. like how I, uh, I changed it up there a little bit so I wouldn't fuck it up? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you got through that suspiciously smoothly. Um, well, I would give this six, or three, rather. See, now you got me thinking, Max. Um, three sensually fondled triplet titties out of uh, one sweaty aborted Chucky tumor. Yeah, we've we've really uh, we've slowly crept away from the abortions, so I'm, yeah. I'm happy that you're able to bring that back in, Derek. <laughs> well, I'm glad you bring that up, Max, because uh, my, <laughs> next <point> is, <laughs> my next point is uh, the Nazis and, and the Holocaust. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Great. Let's dive right back in, guys. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. Um, Schindler's List of favorite cities. <laughs> Tell you what, Derek, you're saying that, and I was just drawing end zones on a notepad. <laughs> I sorry, am now sorry, going. To, I'm now going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. You know what I? Up. You know what I like. I'm going to give this um, two raging, exploding eyeballs in the uh, in the in the marsh in the Martian desert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, over seven fucked up teeth of our favorite Benny. Yeah, those teeth yeah. are gross. Yeah, it's they not were gross. I'm. I'll. I'll tie into that. 
Preble. I'm going to give us Dentist Without Borders for all the mutants, including Benny. <laughs> Out uh, of three hands, so you can grab all three of those molded fake alien titties. <laughs> Timmy? Uh, I'm going to give this um, ten well-fed trouser, trouser snakes um, <laughs> over... Over... Uh, and this is this is an homage to to Michael over what what was your what was your term for the 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 fucking weird guy in the guy's stomach? Oh, the malignant, uh, malignant Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> over, over four malignant Yodas. <laughs> <laughs> the, thank you to thank you to Preble for that's the that's the greatest line that's ever been uttered on this podcast. It was so fucking good. Oh, good. We're really setting the bar here, guys. Yeah, I, know, I was gonna say, really nail, really going for it. Mm. Uh, oh god over this podcast is <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a way to end it yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it yep well that wraps up week three of our Arnie movie month if you want to follow the show on social media we have all the links at the bottom of the episode notes also you can email us at tdbackrow at gmail.com um, Bill Dooley, super fan Bill Dooley, uh, sent us another email. What? Whoa! Um, Holy well, smokes! Uh, I'm gonna post it on Instagram, so you guys have to go there to see it. Oh, very <laughs> nice, Max. Except for Tim, because he doesn't have Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> so you should probably just go ahead and tell us. I won't. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, God the suspense damn. is too much. No, that's right. Yeah. So until next time, remember: if you're Bill like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you have Sharon Stone as a wife. You don't really have a whole lot to complain about. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Mm. Probably lose. Yeah. Mm. Right, Tim? Mm. They're gonna lose, right? They're gonna lose. There's no question about it. Okay, good. There we go. There's, there's right. Tim. How, right. How do you feel about that, Robert? Crapped. Oh, you know, I got a lot of faith in Tom Brady. I also got a lot of faith in these snaps right on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Bobby Crafts. I'm a wily one. <laughs> I just needed it again. Man, uh, Bobby Kraft <laughs> talking about himself as a wily one is just a great image. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a wily coyote over here. That's on the soles of his Reebok shoes. <laughs> so, so Paco, I just want to clarify the word that I got that I got so scared about when you said it. It was almost like a, it was like a mix of it was like. You said like migget. Yep. So it was almost like a mix of midget, the N word, and the and the f- and f- I was like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you mixed like, you mixed, like all, of, all three of like the worst words into He's one. Like, I was like, I gotta go away. <laughs> oh my! He's a gay black midget. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I was like, oh, abort, abort. Oh my god. You said that though, my eyes kind of got a little bit wider. I was like, mm, what? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I've never heard that word before, but it doesn't sound right. <laughs> my bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was funny, but I was just like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an uh oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, you know when you put Tim in a in a state of discomfort, you've really done something. Oh yeah, I'm the barometer for sure. <laughs> <laughs>